The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Let's ride. Man, that dude's going to come after you about that, man. <laughs> that dude got other problems. Yeah, he got back problem. issues right now. He ain't, no, it's a shoulder, so he ain't worried about me. He got bigger issues than I that. He's going to play, though. Yeah, okay. Playing and playing well are two different things <laughs> these days. He'll be on my fantasy bench on my 0-4 team. So. <sighs> yeah, brother. Fantasy is a, it's a brutal place, man. That's why I don't mess around with it, I man. I only got one star on the team right now. I only got one star. It's a brutal place for who? I guess those that don't don't uh, you know delve in fantasy. That's you know because I'm undefeated. Ah uh, yeah, I'm undefeated. I'm four and zero in one of my leagues. I'm two and two. I'm sitting at five hundred and another two of them. I, you know the problem that I have with fantasy is that I I cannot pull for anybody else. It's uh, just I can't I, I can't do it. You know, there's no way that I can be needing points and you know yeah, you relying on. The Boo Eagles are, you know, Jalen the Hurts is my Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. That's your problem right there. That is your problem. Second year in a row. Yeah. Second year in a row. He's Jaylen been Hurts balling in fantasy. Like I said, I only got one star. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jalen Hurts. Okay. That's all I, that's all I got. He don't want to hear that. <laughs> that's it. Sit. Nah, y'all just rallying me up. I'm not going to do it today. Hey, well, matter of fact. New only has Q-Dogs on his team. That's it. <laughs> the Boo Eagles Ra- lead the NFL in sex and are tied with the Ravens for the lead in takeaways. Boy. That's crazy. Boy, somebody, look here. Somebody. To Arizona, to Arizona we go. <laughs> huh? You like them, don't you? Newey, who's your receivers, buddy? Uh, who are my receivers? Uh, <laughs> okay, I, here I, we go. Okay, okay. Here uh, we go. I had you to don't know? Now? Amari, I had Amari Cooper last week. Okay. Oops. The one point, one point nine. Oopsie days. I've got um, uh, Keenan Allen. Okay. He's been hurt. On the bench. Yeah, he was out. He's out. Out. Injured. Been out since week one. Mm-hmm. Injured. Um... Jamar Chase, okay, getting locked been, up. Being rough. Yep, yep, getting, <laughs> getting locked, locked up. up. Locked up after week one, getting locked up. You got you locked know. up here. Diggs, like I said, man, he been locked up. Uh, Robbie Anderson, mm. Baker can't throw to nobody, so that's that's death. Um, you ha- drafted these guys, though, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, they didn't just like magically land on your team. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't then, do like uh, Nikki. She just get her. They just <laughs> give her her players. <laughs> then I, uh, then I ended up. Uh, who did I end up with? Uh, I ended up taking um Mac Hollins of. I picked up Mac Hollins of the Raiders last week. So yeah, you expect to be in last well place last with week. that man. He played well last mm. week. Well, guess what? We 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 over. Boy, getting the toilet over. bowl this year. Oh, oh, there's no mm-hmm. doubt. We, I, I'm I'm I'll I'll be zero and seven before I can find a win. So but hey, anyway, uh, players lounge. Heckman Harrison. I'm in. Craig, Newey Scruggs, so glad you're here. Mike McCarthy saying that Dak Prescott is going to be working with Britt Brown. And he says until Dak goes to their quarterback school, don't even look for him to, to, to you know, get, get ready for game action. So it's Cooper Rush riding one more time. As we said Monday before this is official, that's why you listen to, to, to the podcast right here on DallasCowboys.com. So uh, Dak now working with Britt Brown. And Danny, give people an insight of what, happens when you work with Britt Brown 
and on your rehabilitation. Yeah, so I, I've been hurt a few times. Um, and what the process that you go through is if you're going to miss practice, then you have to do uh, rehab and treatment uh, while practice is going on and early in the morning and also on off days. Then when Britt feels like you're able and ready to start doing field work, he doesn't just let you go back out there and get into practice. You have to then get on these ropes and do these drills to make sure that you are ready to go and move uh, and, and complete football movements and then also get yourself back into football playing shape. Right. Because if you're out three weeks, you can't just run back out there and say, I'm going to be ready to go. And then when he clears you, I'm sure they talk to Jerry, they talk to, um, they'll talk to McCarthy, then you're able to get back out there. And I'll tell you this, I have the utmost respect for our training staff. Uh, Britt Brown, they – if you if you followed the Cowboys for any uh, amount of time, then you know that they probably have the best training staff in the NFL. Yeah, every former player that I've ever talked to about uh, Brett says the same thing that they trust him, and he's not gonna you're not gonna be a liability if, if Brett clears you. So I mean, and Cooper Rush, we trust, man. I mean, are you not entertained? <laughs> Did we not expect for this to go down like this? I mean, it's only been four weeks since that thumb injury, so I don't I don't think anybody should be surprised that this is happening. Um, I, I and, and also I think you go into this week uh, with the Rams fully confident that Cooper Rush can get it done. Listen, we, we, we know we said this earlier that Jerry Jones, when he first made this statement about Dak Prescott and coming back as soon as possible and all this other stuff, he validated what we said when we said, hey, he's just trying to make sure the fans don't just go awry and decide they're Check not coming out. to games and do all that stuff by saying, hey, Dak's going to be back really fast. Then this week he says, man, I thought we were just going to be floating, but I could never have imagined that we were going to be this successful. Oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, Dak Prescott, he's going to get back when he's, when, when, when he's fully ready to go. Because now the fans are coming to the games. Everybody's still happy. The Cowboys are being talked about as possibly going to Super Bowls in some in some what? people's minds. Whoa, possibly, whoa, whoa, what? Super who? Yeah, I said some people's minds and then going hey. to the playoffs in other people's minds. So they're, hey. they're, they're successful. So now you see Jerry talking realistic and Mike McCarthy. Shout out to him, man. I'm, I'm not on the Kool-Aid, but my respect is growing for Mike McCarthy as, hey, man, hey, y'all calm down. Dak is going to do everything he needs to do, go to quarterback school, and then – we gonna get them back in the game, y'all. Y'all just listen to me because I'm I'm telling y'all what it what it really is. This hey, guy, man. hey man, what what you want me to do? Now ain't no problem. You know what I mean? He stamped and validated that. You know, everybody listen to me. You know what I mean? I got it. He gave me what I asked for. You you were saying this stuff when the dude wasn't wasn't performing well. Absolutely, you without know? facts. You yeah. said without facts. Absolutely. He, he's now saying yeah. I have facts. No 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 no. Scoop scoop scoop. That's breaks. All right. All I, hey, all I was saying why everybody was saying that the season is over, that mm -hmm. the season is not over. Okay. All right. You can't nothing you could diagnose from a first week loss uh, that the season is over. We still had 16 more to go. That's all. That was my only point. I still stand on that, brothers. Yeah. yeah. If your if your if your offensive coordinator still stuck with the same game plan, this would be a whole different story. But thank goodness, Mike McCarthy got it. <laughs> thank goodness, Mike McCarthy and them they leaned oh, on man. him a little bit and got him right. There's no way you could tell me that we. Oh, you know what? Let's let's talk about let's talk about the Rams. Come on, man. Beating a dead horse here. Let's go. Beating a dead horse here. Let's go. You know. <laughs> I'm not. I came in with the plan. I'm not doing it today, man. See, y'all had me calling the man out yesterday. Man, I'm not gonna do that. Man. We gotta talk about the Rams. We over, let's go. We, listen, as a team, we over 20 rushes in all three of these wins. Is that is that right? Yeah. I believe so. I'm just saying. No, there's definitely a formula. Oh, hadn't everybody been saying that? That Kellen Moore has been getting too cute with his offensive play call? I mean, this you're beating it. You just turned around and start preaching to the choir, man. So, Nui, what you got for us, baby? Um, 
Shout out to Aaron Judge last night hitting the home run to set the American oh, League record. And then at the game, we saw Dak Prescott, Micah Parsons, and Michael Gallup. Loved how Micah Parsons found Aaron Judge afterwards, talked to him. And the thing I'm starting to notice about Micah over the past couple of years is he seeks out great people, greatness, and wants to tap into you and say, okay, you know, let me know. I want to talk to you. I'm not saying he's the same. I'm going to say it reminds me of someone else I once covered in my career. Okay. In Los Angeles, when I worked there, Kobe Bryant was the same way. If you had some semblance of greatness, he wanted to talk to you. He wanted to pick your brain. He just wanted, he was an inquisitive guy. He wanted to know because Kobe's whole thing was, I'm trying to be great. Yeah. So, Danny, you're great. Let me talk to you. You want a challenge? Let me talk to you. You know, endurance. Duh, duh, duh. He's going to ask you about something like that. That That's who he is. He's going to sit there. Oh, hey. Oh. Oh, Joe Green's your uncle. Look, what did you know about that? that, that? He's going to pin you up and down and ask you everything he could about Joe Green and right. the greatness of him. Micah Parsons is is that guy. He's, oh, oh Aaron Duck, he just hits. Psh, hey, let me man. talk to you. Hey, man. Listen, in all fairness, I love it. But. Those people that you named are great. And sometimes greatness are the only people who can get in the room and talk to those guys, right? So ain't no average Joe finna be able to sit there and, and walk up on Aaron Judge after he does this milestone achievement and say, hey, man, you know, how great are you? So I'm glad he's using what he has and his stardom and his ability to, to affect people who probably want to know how he is so great as well and be able to exchange that and learn how to do that for an extended period of time. Yeah, hey, look, I mean, at the end of the day, I am one of those people that, that I think that if you know you're when you're trying to chase it like Micah and you see him do it, I, I, just, I just have a lot of respect for it because there's some guys that won't. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jordan used to tell people, hey, you know, call me. Kobe called. LeBron never called. Well, LeBron's gone on and done just great, but Kobe was that guy, like, don't, don't, don't play with me. I'll, I'll call you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? nah, I, I've so, always I've always been that person that believes that the saying uh, success leaves clues. And yes, you, yes, you are who you who you seek out. You know, I, I mean, I, nobody's immune to it. You think you're great, great all by yourself. I mean, there are people that have done it that have laid the tracks before you. And if you seek those people out, obviously, they're more than willing to tell you how to get to that point. You know, um, it's like, uh, you know, and, and I think for, for Micah, him talking to somebody that's in a completely different sport than him, you know, the dedication to your craft and all of those things. What he's trying to do in his second season is, man, he know he's gotten to this point just based off of pure God-given ability. But there's another level to this, dog. And, you know, how do you exceed? How do you get to that next level? You know, you seek out you seek out people that have done it. You, th- you seek out people that are currently living in the ether of where you're trying to go. And I think that just, just says everything about this young man and what he wants to do with his career. And I love seeing it. Um, uh, but, you know, like you pointed out with LeBron, sometimes, man, you're born in. You just you, – you, <laughs> you're born in. You <laughs> and, 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 you know, and nobody can – and sometimes and there's no knock on him, you know, um, but just his DNA and what he always knew that what – you know, they've been calling that man the king since, what, 10th grade. You know, so I'm a big-time LeBron fan. I love my last as well as a Michael Jordan fan. Um, but I just feel like sometimes guys don't – you know, it ain't for everybody. And I say this about LeBron. Don't don't get this misunderstood in saying that he didn't reach out or talk to anybody. Boom. Right? He didn't talk to Mike. But I guarantee you that he, he – it was people that he was seeking out that he thought probably his game fit better right. around – 
Magic or, or whoever he wanted to style his game after whoever he watched when he was growing up. He say, "Man, I want to talk to that guy and figure yeah. out how he was that great." So hey, look, there's no, there's different ways to get to, the, to to winning and and get to greatness. He wanted it, he reached it, checked it off the list. Kobe wanted, reached it, checked off the list. And, and I give, uh, I, I will always give LeBron James credit for this. Micah next. Um, you know what? He's trying to be. He's trying to be. You know. Kobe was trying to be that right. great, you know, and we saw LeBron. He was trying to chase. You no, know, these guys were chasing to it. They wanted to be that greatness. So I have a lot of respect for that. A lot of respect for it. And I'll be interested to see after this game, does he seek out an Aaron Donald? Because you know, if you're trying to chase right now, and you're trying to chase greatness, one of the guys right now that you would look towards on the defensive side is Aaron Donald. He wanted to remember. He Michael was begging for Von Miller. Like, mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to have a great. Come teach me. Um, Demarcus Wares told me the conversations that he and Michael Parsons have had. Yeah. And and look, you guys know Demarcus. He's not going to just throw any platitude around. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, he's going to be good because he wants to learn. And he's been around enough guys who, you know, when you're good, people call you, and you can you can you can sniff out real quick who's serious, who's not. What not. I mean, Von Von is calling D Ware. <laughs> D. Ware goes to, uh, Denver. to Denver, and and Vaughn is 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 the guy who's who's who he's mentoring at that point. Now Vaughn was already great at that at that time, but there's still things that he could learn from D. Ware. That's so. why I wanted him here so bad, man. Because uh, he, he's killing it up there in, in Buffalo. Hey, and, and if you does. look at and if you look at <laughs> and if you look at and if you look at the Rams, you could see that defense. He is the piece that they're missing from last year's mm-hmm. Super Bowl run. I mean, his acquisition meant a lot uh, to the run that they made. So that's a piece that's missing. Man, I wish wish we could have got it here, but it looks like man Dante Fowler is filling in pretty good. Yeah, look, I, I I get it, but for me, my whole premise with Vaughn Miller was just my best player on the team is looking for somebody who's got a ring to say this is the way. Mm-hmm. I'm paying that. I, 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 well, one thing I can tell you is since being a broadcaster since 1992, and I found out just, just by watch, leadership matters. And if you take a leader who's also got great talent, it's worth the price. Right. Is Von Miller going to be worth the price at the end of the deal? Probably not. But if Buffalo gets this ring, write the check. Right, worth every penny. What the Rams gave up for Von Miller, write the check. When Jerry gave up on DeMarcus Ware and John Elway and those guys said, bring him here, a big part of it was like, hey, man, Vaughn is a great player, but he's got some stuff that he's got. You know, we need to get him and Ware. Like, come here, young man. He listened and bam. And so when Vaughn went there, because I know Vaughn's agent, Vaughn said he told Aaron Donald, you're too quiet. Great player, you're too quiet. You You have to tell them to come on. You yeah. got to. That's uh, what I saw with Dirk Nowitzki in 2011. Jason Terry went out there, did something, missed a man, and, you know, basically messed around. Dirk went up on that bench and went in Jason Terry. One of those things, I hadn't really seen that from Dirk, but that's how much it was like, man, I'm trying to win. I don't know if I'm getting back here again. You can't be out here messing up, especially you, because I'm relying on you. Um, but every, about those great ones, man. Yeah, every great franchise has probably had a guy like that on their team. If you just go back to the triplets, go back to Michael Irvin when yeah. he first got here, you know, how he weeded out some of the bad apples that were here. They had, all had to get on, on page with him. It, I mean, it, there really isn't a franchise that has been great that you don't have those select few players that have, you know, gotten guys together. So straighten them out. I'm, I'm the person 
who, if I were a general manager of a team, I would seek and find someone who won a championship. Because when you're young and you're trying to get there, I think having somebody who can walk in the room as a player and say, Danny, if you want this thing I'm wearing, this is what needs to happen. And maybe you need to give up XX so we can get here. But this is what it takes. <laughs> you can be a coach all day yeah. long, but another man talking to you who's done it, <laughs> that you have some respect for, it's a different kind of deal. I go back to two things as far as just coaches bringing in players to help them out. Fred Dean. Fred Dean went from a very good San Diego Chargers team to the San Francisco 49ers, made a whole lot of difference. Next thing you know, they had a pass rush. They were ready for the Cowboys, beat the Cowboys, go on and win the Super Bowl. Fred Dean now in the Hall of Fame. Fred Dean really helped them. Niners couldn't get past the Cowboys. They went outside Deion Sanders. They, they were all tight. Next thing Deion came in there with that swagger, loosen up, baby. Come on. They ended up finally beating the Cowboys. Charles Haley came here. Yeah. Jimmy brought him. Charles had the two rings that he won with San Francisco. There was nobody in him. The Cowboys was the youngest team in the league when they won Super Bowl 27. It made a difference. To me, Vaughn Miller was a guy who looked at him and make a difference. Buffalo said, you know what, give me some of that. And I don't know about you, but when I picked the AFC Championship, I picked Buffalo. And the big reason was Vaughn Miller. They need to go get a running back, though. I'm, I'm with you, but you know we don't have them. And shout out to DQ, baby. Hey, shout hey out look, to DQ. DQ's working magic. And you know <laughs> yeah. DQ's doing just fine. D line, yeah, D line. He got them dudes rolling, he, he man. Doing, he doing just fine. He got all, all of them rolling. The whole, the entire D line is rolling. Most valuable asset you have, heck, and you can't let them get out the building. Oh, here we go. Can't let them get here out we the go. Building. We gonna take a break. Here we go. We gonna take a break right now. We gonna take a break. But Heck's got something to say, and we're gonna let Heck we're gonna let Heck God. say it after the break because I can God. feel it. It's right there. Nah, it's on. It's, it's no, 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 baby. Come on, get in it. Come with it. Come <laughs> heck, Heck, don't run. Don't run. For I'm me. in it, man. I'm don't right run. here, All man. All right, Heck, Harrison, Danny McCray, New East Coast Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Live music fans, head to the Star in Frisco on Wednesday, October 26th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the spectacular Southern Soul Band, Prophets and Outlaws. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more information, visit thestarinfrisco.com. All right, uh, in case you're wondering, Barry Church decided to skip today's show. <laughs> Man, He's, uh, out not a not a care in the world right now. Out chasing uh, golf balls, so that's where, where Brother Church is. But Danny McRae is here. Heck, my Harrison's here. I'm Newey This is the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos. When you try to get on that preferred team, man, that's that, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? He said he didn't get invited to the Romo preferred group. He felt so some kind of way about that, dude. Yeah, man. He felt some kind of way about that. You know how competitors are now. I'm going to go find a way. <laughs> He's going to make his own preferred group, and he's not going to invite Romo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm saying, you know, he could have, you know, he could easily been a, had a 7 o'clock tea time and been here already. I mean, just play, play nine. Uh, but, you know, okay. Okay, hey, it is what it is. Tech, you had something to say before the break. I had no, I got nothing. You didn't? I, I got nothing. I'm good. All right. Um, are you guys familiar who, with R.J. Choppy? 105.3 The Fan does morning show. Mm-mm. So Choppy and I, going back to training camp, have had this big old disagreement. And it centers around uh, one Trayvon Diggs. He doesn't think Diggs is very good at all. Not a fan. Quote, he's the worst cover corner in the league last year, and until Sunday, it was the same for this year. He says, you can have him and Marcus Peters. Now, he's a Tennessee fan. I mean, you've got to take that beating from Roll Tide every 3rd yeah. October, every, every third, third Saturday in October. Um, boom. How about this? Diggs leads the NFL with nine pass breakups and is tied for fifth with two interceptions. Now has 16 career interceptions, the second most through the first 32 games in a career in National Football League history, trailing only former Dallas Cowboys cornerback Everson Walls with 22 picks. What else do you want from the man? His choppy's whole thing is he's not a shutdown corner. Um, I don't know, man. What, what, what do you say? I'm gonna say What's this. I'm gonna say this, okay? And 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 last year, I was on this show saying that if Trayvon Diggs doesn't figure out how to not, not uh, bite on double moves and get tricked by offensive coordinators by getting lulled to sleep in games, that he was going to have a hard time if he wasn't able to get the amount of interceptions that he was getting last year. Because getting beat on those routes uh, without the return of an interception every every other whatever, every other snap, right. then it, you just look like a bad corner. He came out this year, and he has two interceptions, and he's been covering his tail off, as the entire secondary has. He's gotten better, so I don't understand where his, you know, up until Sunday uh, comment comes from. Like, I, last year, I'm seeing it. I'm like, all right, he's giving up a lot of yards, but he is one of those risk versus reward uh, type of guys. He needs to get better at that. He went in to this uh, training camp in this season, and he got better at it. Yeah. So that one is just that one is just just hate. Somebody just stuck on their point and they wanted to be right so bad that they're going to stay on it until the end of the season, hoping that eventually when a stat comes out that proves his point. 
Now, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. And you say what you want to about Trayvon Diggs, but that boy balling, mm-hmm. been balling. And didn't matter when he had a bad defense. You saw that he had it, you know. And I go back to the days when people were crying about Byron Jones not getting interceptions. He was a great cover, corner, safety, whatever you wanted to call him. But he wasn't the, – the production wasn't on the interception side. So, you know, you, you, you live and die in those moments. But I think those takes – when you say that Trayvon Diggs isn't a good corner in the NFL, like there ain't a lot of people – that's uh, really people just gonna cut you off when you say that because it's it, you you see it it's it's evident what type of athlete that he is and I think Dan Quinn is really unveiling the special qualities that he has as a corner when you start talking about guys like Richard Sherman and Richard Sherman is even co-signing and saying look this is special you see the way that he's you know playing within the scheme but also now trusting his skills, trusting what he's seeing. And I think for young guys, especially at the cornerback position, do they trust it? You can play at a high level at the LSUs and Alabamas, but when you get out here on the field, it's a completely different ball game. And now seeing him cultivate his game just like he did last year, and now he has a pass rush, which you know – D-Mac, it make all of that stuff so much easier uh, for this young man. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for him. And, and every and he's going to get paid. And he's going to get paid in a major way. And so, you know, RJ just, you know, God bless him. I hope he, you know. I'm praying for him. He just want to win an argument. He know that he got 13 more games, possibly more, to wait to see if Trayvon Diggs falls off and, and, and goes back into – you know, jumping on routes and getting beat deep and all this stuff. I don't think it's going to happen. The guy, technique-wise, looks much better and much uh, more sound than he did last year. And right. that's a credit to Dan Quinn and, and Al Harris and you know, like that. Like, don't, they doing their damn thing. Like, I saw a great. He wants to prove it. I saw a great tweet from a uh, Washington fan who said, with Carson Wentz, the Diggs McLaurin matchup is going to be different. Gonna be real different. He showed a picture of like Trayvon getting like, like he was getting beat by by uh, Scary Terry. Uh, McLaurin two catches, fifteen yards in that loss with a long of nine. Uh, Jamar Chase five catches, fifty four yards, had a long of seventeen. That was a surprising matchup, right for me. Um, you know, outside of the first game, um, you just look at what guys have done against Diggs. I mean, okay. Uh, if this if these are supposed to be your guys and your guys aren't getting it done, what else do you need to see for a guy to say he's a shutdown corner, he's a number one corner? I, I don't know what more you need to see. There are just some really – I just got to get – I mean, there are a lot of great – Good cornerbacks in the league right now. The kid Xavier Howard out of out of uh, Miami mm-hmm. from H Town, man. Xavier Howard is one of the best in the business. Jalen Ramsey, still one of the best in the business. A physical guy can play inside in the slot, play outside. I mean, there's just a lot of guys that you can do the comparison through too. Um, but I think people like that may be caught up in the past, man. When you try and compare everybody to Dion, and I, and we call it the recency bias, whatever you want to call it. Ain't nobody Dion, bro. <laughs> nobody is prime. And that's, I mean, you talk about a guy that got out got out of a limo, went to Indianapolis at the combine and ran a, something. They still don't even know what he ran. So to combine that kind of speed, athleticism, and you compare guys to that, I just, you won't see, I don't think you'll see that anymore. This kid hasn't been born yet. But, but I will say this, to say that Trayvon Diggs is trash, you're off base. Period. As a second-round pick, He's going to be coming up on a contract in, in four years because you know five years for first rounders. He'll get you know he's a second round of four year deal. Uh, he's going to set the market if and this is not a shot at Byron Jones. It's just a fact. 
if Byron Jones can leave here and become the highest paid corner in NFL history and didn't have any picks, maybe four his whole his whole career, you put Diggs on the open market. I'm sorry. If the check is going to be highest paid in NFL history, it's going to happen. And sometimes pay doesn't correlate the player, but in this case, the pay will correlate what the player is bringing. This is what defensive coordinators are asking for. Can you please take the football away? Yeah. Can you please be a guy that, you know what, your, your OC's got to say, hey, here he is, you know, he's traveling with you. Where do you go? Over here? I mean, T. Higgins had the great game for Cincinnati. Yeah. Dotson had the great game for Washington last week. So so uh, Trayvon Diggs is, is doing his thing. And love Chop. We, he and I have been going 20, uh, almost feels like 20 years of, of arguing over things. Like that's that. your but, man. That's, but that's going back to this summer. I was like, what are you talking? We were really, we were out there. I almost did an interview with him. Man, put you on TV so you can say this. <laughs> record, all this record all this craziness here. Hey. But but Diggs is Diggs has been everything I I was hoping he could be when I said they should have taken him in the first round. They right. didn't because CeeDee Lamb fell to 17. But I was all about, hey, take this guy in the first round. And even Dan Quinn, I asked Dan Quinn his first year, why didn't you draft him? Because you could have. Because in the first round, they went with A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. Great one, pick. One spot, of, uh, one spot of the Cowboys, and, and he kind of gave me a roundabout answer. But, but and, and, and it ended saying, hey, they're both going to really be good players. Yeah, so, probably, he probably wanted to say, nah, it didn't make sense. We made a mistake right there. <laughs> I mean, but this week but this week for Trayvon Diggs, he, he, man, for all of the heat that's been coming his way, some receivers that have been on that list every week, he hadn't had a week to relax yet. And you got a guy – Coming up this week. Exactly. Is that a tease? That's right for you, baby. I was like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, take it, take it, take it. This this week, you, you're, you're getting the you're getting the uh, triple, the triple crown. crown. Right, right, right. This week, you got to test. And he rolling this season too. Yes, yes. Got to test this week. This week, this week he can he can really really silence some folks this week. Uh, the, the thing that gets, I don't know, I know we'll get into it, but it's Cooper Cup against zone zone uh, coverage is is what worries me. Not not necessarily one on one against Trayvon Diggs. That Duke, Jason wouldn't like when 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 you say he understands zone drops and the open holes and how to sit it down and make him think his man and all this. Cooper Cup is a is a true true expert at that. I'll say this: we got to go to break. But if you're a receiver, become Matthew Stafford's best friend because he'll forget everybody. <laughs> hey, Allen Robinson. No, no, where you got Cooper? <laughs> Calvin, Calvin. That's exactly I, what I happened just, last I'm week. Calvin, I'm just, I'm just throw it up. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, that, what you want in life. Yeah, man. I mean, I would go, I would go live with the Staffords right. in the offseason because, look, this, this Calvin Johnson got a gold jacket. Right. You know, Cooper Cup. I don't know how long Stafford can play, but if you keep playing with that man like this, you're going to be in a room for a conversation Definitely. because, I mean, wow, you got a Super Bowl MVP, you got a Super Bowl ring. And what did he have the other night, 18 targets? 19. 19. Rolling. Crazy. Crazy. They're going to give it to him. Let's take a break. How do the Cowboys defend the Stafford Cup connection? Heck, my hair is Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs. This is The Players' Lounge brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, October 22nd, to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. He is Heckma Harrison. There is Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs. Mike McCarthy, by the way, is uh, after after the first season. He's now 15 and six as the Cowboys head coach here, so he's uh, he's doing pretty well for himself. Let us get back into the matchup against the Rams. Cowboys going to face the Rams at SoFi Stadium, and they got beat up by the yeah. 49ers. They got beat up, so I think we'll see a team that knows that they got embarrassed on national TV, so I expect some type of a response. But how do you go about making sure Cooper Cup doesn't sit around here with 18 catches? What's the formula? What does DQ do, Dan? Put Trayvon Diggs on him. You put Trayvon Diggs on him, but the, the, the real solution to that is make sure you get pressure on Stafford. You have to make sure you confuse this guy, make sure you get him to believe that maybe it's a double on Cooper Cup and he has to hurry up and get off of him quickly because he doesn't have enough time to go through his reads. And I think all that plays into it. Rushing cover is together. That is your best option for stopping this guy because if he's able to read the defense, you're in trouble, especially if it's zone. This guy knows how to find the holes in any zone. If it's cover two, he can get into that 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 little hole in between the corner and the safety. If it's cover three, he can find that little spot in the middle and he'll sit down. The dude's just a really good receiver, but I think him versus Trayvon Diggs is going to be a matchup to watch. Man, when I I have a son that's a receiver in high school, and we sit down and watch Cooper Cup. 
And I just look, he's fundamentally sound. He doesn't do a whole bunch of just foolishness with his hands, his feet. He runs routes the way they're supposed to be ran. Stephon Diggs, same way, man. He's just one of those guys that's just a beast out in and out of his mm-hmm. cuts. Um, but you you said just right, man. And I, and I think DQ is going to dictate to Matthew Stafford. He's not going to allow him to sit back there and be be calculating and looking and surveying, going with the second and third read. He's going to have to read it really quick. And that's one of the things I think Matthew Stafford gets in trouble with. That's where you see the turnovers start to happen when. He he starts looking around, ain't nothing there, and he can't wait on something to come open, so he makes a decision all by himself, and that's where he gets in trouble, and that's got, where... Got the, happy feet. Yeah, happy feet. Yeah, he get the turn. All over hey, and he, then he start burping the baby, then it's over with. And so, once you start doing that, that's where the pass rush starts to come in, and that's the thing that I have continued... I'm going to continue to just pound the table on this defense and the job that they're doing because they make everything else in this looks so much better. Special teams, your running game, offense, all of this thing clicks when you can get behind a defense that's getting sacks, that's getting pressure, and forcing bad field position for your offense. Therefore, you're getting the ball punted to you. Turpin is this close <laughs> to taking one to the house, you know, but all of the, all those things, man, I think is for Dan Quinn, he's going to dictate pressure. He's going to smoke him out. He's going to bring pressure from the left, from the right, Micah in the middle. You know, he's not one of those mobile quarterbacks that you have to spy like Danny Dimes. You know, like we were shutting down. The, and I don't even – and I don't – knock on wood, I don't think that you have to worry so much about the run uh, against the Rams. But I just think that if you can shut all of that down and make this team one-dimensional, which we saw last Monday, it just seemed like Matthew Stafford was okay with being one-dimensional with Cooper Cup. And he can't make that same mistake again uh, on Sunday. How, how, that's how we used to look. J-Ron Curse will be back at safety for the Cowboys. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. But Nui, who getting put out? Don Dono been listen. I, let me just say this: I would maybe have not been the biggest Donovan Wilson fan around here, but boy, six is balling. Who getting put out? I don't know. That's a tough. But that's a tough. Who is top? Who losing reps? Because somebody got to lose reps unless you're gonna run out there with three safeties. Oof. Who losing reps? Who you got, Nui? Who getting their reps cut? When when the list comes out and says Donovan is a top five safety in the Oof. league recently. Who is coming out of the game? Could be Barr. I don't so know. So y'all, so we get we 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 run with all three of them, which which Dan Quinn I, I can with, see with this Rams team. Yeah, with Dan Quinn I I can see that being the thing, especially if we if we're able to stop the run. But at some point, one of these safeties is going to lose some playing time. Right now, I mean, just just looking at this matchup here. They haven't shown you that they're going that they're effective running the football, but you know you know they're going to want to throw it, and also just the standpoint if you get yourself a lead, then you may need to have three safeties if there because if you can get, you know if you find yourself with a you know seven eight point ten point lead, they may decide to say we're going to throw. I mean when they won the Super Bowl, it was when they decided okay we're just going to throw it and then it was just cup to. Stafford to cup the whole game long, so I could could see three of them out there. It's it's gonna, it's going to be fun. It's a game they've got to get. Don't get light in the box. Game you have got to get. Don't get light in the box and let these dudes run, run, run down your throat. Because at any given time, a team can get some big runs on you, and then that changes the whole mindset of your defense. If if a team just starts and you're like, man, I got to get concerned. We got to stop this. We didn't see them do it last week, but now they're doing it this week. Now we're like, what's wrong with us? What do we need to do? So you still have to focus on earning the right to rush the passer by stopping the run, even though they're they are not a good running team. Man, being on the show with safeties, man, has it, really done something for me. Just diagnosing as a color analyst, I'll I pick y'all brains on this, man, because I think it's weird to see – Teams run with a base nickel. 
Every team is running with the base nickel. And that's not something that you've been used to seeing. Linebackers, you just one true linebacker now. Uh, and so when you ask who's gonna, whose time is going to get cut and you say Anthony Barr, it's like, wait a minute. You're taking a linebacker <laughs> off the field, but you're not. Because Curse is essentially a linebacker. So, you know, the light box that you're talking about, I think that's where he brings the value. And I, that's how you saw Donovan Wilson because he's a tackling machine where I think you question him is in coverage. That's the only question mark that I have with Donovan. And he just hadn't he hadn't displayed that weakness that he had before, yeah. man. I go back to you know, Anthony Barr wasn't here last year and they did a lot. They did, they did some of these things. So it's not like it's, you're doing something you have not had success right. doing when you ended up uh, – you know, making the playoffs and winning the division. So it's it's what what a great problem for Dan Quinn to have is to be able to say, how am I going to match up this week? And of course, injuries always play a part of it, but they they have options. I'm gonna just push back on Newly just a little bit on that one. We wasn't stopping the run last year. No, you weren't. When, well, when, and, when and, we were when we were doing all that trying to, we sure. were we were not as successful as stopping the run was, as, was, as, as we had hoped you know, to was, be. It was, it was leaky, and right now we have not seen the Rams. Get affected with you when they had Todd Gurley back there and, and uh, C.J. Anderson. And, and, oh, they were running yeah. that rock hole. I saw the punishment. Ooh. I saw it because at that time we 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 saw uh, Jalen Smith and Vanders. We was like these gonna be the Ooh. top two linebackers in the league, Ooh. you know, for the next five years. And then they ran into C.J. Anderson and them dude, and it was like, oh man, you nah. taking punishment. Yeah. This is every. This is what I see when I talk about Zeke punishing guys. Yeah. That, that's what. That is what I see of like, oh man, you them dudes don't want to be doing that for the whole game. That's no. that's that's the type of runs they, they get you those big runs at the end of the game because these dudes have been taking that punishment for the whole first half. Yeah, you know, and, you know? and our offense has to and our offense has to reciprocate. They have to be exactly what you're talking about, punishing. You know, Zeke has got to run downhill in this game and. Drain that clock. We cannot get into a shootout. And I know that's what people want to see. <laughs> they want to see a shootout, 45-31. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want an ugly game with the Rams. You know, I do. Because they have a, they have a good defense, man, good enough. Um, and and we, we have to stick to these concepts that we've been talking about, 20 runs or more uh, to, to get Kellen, Kellen Moore to milk these games out. Yes, man, 50-50. I, I'll take 60-40 running if we can. If our defense is playing that good, I'll take 60-40 running. How about a couple uh, notes right here? Dallas has forced the third most negative plays this season with 30. The Rams' offense has recorded the sixth most negative plays in the league with 28. Dallas has held opponents to 15.5 points per game. Good for third in the NFL and allowed 28 touchdowns on 9.1 possessions, the second-lowest opponent touchdown rate in the National Football League. And Dallas has allowed nine plays of 20-plus yards in 2022, tied for the third fewest. The Rams have recorded 10 plays of 20-plus yards, which tied for 29th in the league. So, um, no, are, we a, are we a top-10 defense right now? CB, can you – I know we got to be top-10. I'll tell you here. Hold on. No, absolutely. Yeah, I got you. I got you. You know he's going to fact check it if you say we not. Yeah, you know, at the, at the beginning of the year, I said top five, and I got off of it because I didn't think Kellen. Everything's on Kellen. I like you, bro. I don't, you know, I don't want to say I like you. <laughs> Look at I that. Do, it's I, Christmas. What I day just, is it? What I time just, is it? I just wanted total, you to lean more into so the run. Here your rankings here. Um, total defense, seventh. Yeah. Rushing yeah. defense, 27th. Yeah. That's where I think That's where I think you worry. Passing defense, six. But that I think they they sure that up as the season goes on. Right now, didn't look, damn sure didn't look good against Tampa. 
didn't look good in, in a few times. Cincinnati didn't really do much, but against the Giants, you kind of had some questions. Uh, you definitely had questions. The commanders, they seem to be running at will on the edges. You know, I'm sure Dan Quinn is saying, look, guys, we got to fix this, especially going into the next couple of weeks. You know who else is going to say that? Who? The Rams. Oh, for sure. <laughs> And Everything that they, they, they like, we need to fix right now because they saw the same tape that we. Hey man, we we need to get better at running the ball. As right. a matter of fact, how can you beat this team? We need to run the ball. So you can, I, you can bet your house yeah. that we are going to see them at least attempt to run the ball uh, consistently throughout the first, at least the first quarter. And Nui, I got to ask you this: Is uh, Zach Martin his his ankle? Okay, because you know he has he got somebody that's going to be able to top of him mm. this uh, <laughs> this you, Sunday. You love to see it though, man. You yeah, talking about future Hall of best on best. Yeah, you talking about future Hall of Famers, man. The most double team, most double team tackle in the in the league, man. That was crazy. That stat about him, man. They they two people with him at all times. Aaron Donald. A lot of people want to say he's the greatest defensive tackle of all time. <laughs> He and, I, he and I already got our guy. Who, you agree? So, so, I'm, not, I'm not in that conversation. Who was the greatest? How can he be greatest of all time? He, like, I, I go through the same thing with Michael Jordan and LeBron. Everybody, uh, He's still playing. Let me see what Let me see what it looked like when he's done. Okay. Yeah. It's Joe Green. Even when he get done playing, it's Joe Green. See, that's, but, see, but that's, that's, that's not – that don't make no sense to me. All right? How, how does that not make Because you got a guy that's still playing the game. He can still do many more great things. Is that not true? No, absolutely. Uh, so, but do so, you see him winning three, three more Super Bowls? Do you? See, I mean, hey man, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it, but see, but but if he does, then is that argument open? Then I know he said never. <laughs> like like it's impossible. It's possible. Yeah, see, you yeah. know, so, so, it's possible. Maybe he go he go pull a Von Miller. He go to another squad, <laughs> and then and then they win the Super Bowl. It, it happens. End it with this. Beware, win got him one. End it with this stat right here. When it comes to running the football. The Rams are 29th in the league, 72.3 yards a game. They can't run. They really just can't run. They can throw it, but they can't run. Cowboys limit that run game, make it a, make Matthew Stafford pass, yeah. uh, double up Cooper Cup. We're going to see. The, the recipe's there for you, Dan Quinn. He, they should be in the lab ready to cook. Uh, just have some fun. Okay, tomorrow's Thursday. My last day on Thursday. Got class on Friday. So he said like he quitting. He said like he quitting like my last day. I my last day of the week coming up. My last day of the week. Church, Come on. Church, church should be back. <laughs> my last day of the week. Which yeah. Means, which means I got to give you my pick. I know. I'm just saying. You know, this is my last day. So y'all know. All right, Louis Newell of the week. When, are you gonna give us your pick? Do where I, are you leaning right now? Where are you? Just tell me where you leaning right now. I said early in the week. This is a cowboy game, man. Ah. I, already, I already made my picks for the ah. morning news. Morning news. The morning news makes us get a picks like ah. yesterday. So. You can tell when Newy back on the Kool Aid. He back you on the can tell when he starts sipping that. You can tell when he starts sipping that Kool Aid, man. That's so evident. Nah, look at him. That's the, a Kool Aid. The Media Mash podcast oh, is next. Still them up. boys. <laughs> Sing it. Sing it. Sing it, dude. I don't need nobody calling me, texting me, paging me, asking me. <laughs> we still them boys. Yeah. We still them boys. We still them boys. Still them boys. No, that, that dude was good, man. He, he was like, oh, look at little Teddy Pendergrass's ish. Yeah. All right, Heckman Harrison, Danny McCrabb, Newey Scruggs, producer Chris Beam. Thank you so much. Media Mash coming your way. Top of the hour right here on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!